What's up, Wikimaniacs? We are here to talk to you before the show about Operation Olive Branch. Operation Olive Branch is a grassroots movement to help the families in Gaza escape and rebuild now that their lives and homes have been destroyed in this horrific ethnic cleansing. To help out, we decided to donate all of our Venmos for the next few months and possibly forever to support families affected by this genocide. So please send your donation to Sean's Venmo, which is at Sean SNTPOD. The link to that will be down below in the show notes. And for the countries who don't have Venmo, we will have a link to our PayPal donation page also in the show notes where you can send money as well as a personalized note that we will read out on the show. Even if you can only send $1, please send it because every little bit helps. Thank you guys. What is up, Wikimaniacs, to Reddit on Wiki? My name is Josh Shell, and I am your host for today. With me are my amazing co-hosts, John Consignato and Sean Salvino. How's it going, guys? Sean's gone. Good, but Sean's gone. It's oh. going. I'm here. I'm here. Not visually, but... Uh, what, what's going on, Sean? <laughs> See, this is what happens when you pay uh, for a phone app instead of an actual webcam. True. Someone's trying to call you right now. I tried to maneuver uh, my camera so you could see the logo of. Uh, oh, he's 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 doing a brand thing again. My barber's hoodie. <laughs> yeah, you better believe it. Barber's hoodie. Whose hat? Brand whose hat you got on there, Sean? I got my. Is this mirrored? We got to fix that, guys. <laughs> we can't have that. <laughs> I don't know if it'll how it'll be in editing, but that's fair. What? That's fair. It might it What's might be right. wearing my co-host. <laughs> I'm wearing my co-host from Shots and Thoughts Anime Streetwear brand, Day Off. And uh, my barber gave me a free hoodie. He asked that I wear it when we record. So thank you for the free hoodie. I appreciate it. Shout out Cliff, at Cliff's Cuts on Instagram. Wow. And uh, Why yeah. can't we get free stuff? Yeah, fuck. Uh, like all my barber said was, uh, <laughs> hey, if you want to clean up your neck, be sure to come back. And I said, why didn't you do that to begin with? <laughs> hey, hey, come to Houston, bro. The Southern hospitality is oh, real. Okay. Yeah, maybe I'll try. Is it Cliff's Cuts, you said? Cliff's Okay, cuts. maybe I'll try that when I come down to Houston. Bro, imagine Josh with a fucking fresh ass fade in a lineup. God. Bro, he's going to have a fade. Line up on the beard. Going to get him a grill. He usually has a fade. It's hard to see. <laughs> Before we hop into the episode today, please don't forget to hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on. If you end up liking the show, please consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podchaser, just like Jacinda007, who gave us a five-star review and said, quote, new favorite podcast. I found you all on TikTok and was instantly hooked. Thank you for the awesome content, end quote. Wow. Thank you. Jacinda007. We appreciate that nice review. And we love hearing that people from TikTok are moving over to our podcast. That's that's awesome to hear. We yeah. appreciate it. I am a little bit... I was excited whenever you said Jason D. I was like, Jason, oh my Jason God. Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, we made it, made it. But you know what? Jason Double O. Thank you. J- Jacinda. There you go. Jacinda 007. Yeah. Jacinda, double O, you're the yeah. real one, bro. Five stars. Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you really like the show and want to receive bonus content as well as episodes a week early and ad free, be sure to become a patron. I said it right. At Hell I had yeah, a friend Josh. ask me, he's like, is that a bit like, are you doing a bit? And I'm like, no, I am just dyslexic. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot say <laughs> me and you know, you know how there's me and John are yeah, doing a bit. Well, you guys, are. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> severely incapable of saying that word correctly. So, uh, so there, I said it this time. Do not expect it's, it going forward. It's the um, fucking brick background, bro. Like that shit is, he's a changed man with his new layout. Makes me look smart. All bricked up, Josh. Mm-hmm. You love to see it. <laughs> brick squad. Uh, brick squad. Yeah. I need some books on the shelves so that I look smarter. That's, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can become a patron at, patreon.com slash cultivate podcast network or use the link in the show notes all donations go towards hosting costs and equipment for us as well as the shows in our network so that maybe one day sean will have a brick behind him as we'll be all bricked up there's the joke fuck i missed i missed on the joke i I would love to be bricked up wikimaniacs i would love you bricked that punchline my guy yeah my my bad (laughs) um so we're going to start off today just figuring out how you guys are. What's what's going on in your lives? John, you had a wedding recently you went to. How was yeah. that? It was so fun. It was good to see the good friends that I grew up with. And everyone's kind of grown now. You know, everyone's kind of, well, mostly everyone's booed up. Got to see some of my good brothers. We had a fuck ton of a good time. I don't remember half the time what happened because I was completely drunk but it was beautiful. Shout out to wait, yes. John. Can you show the YouTube subscribers the uh, Good Brother or the Brotherhood tat? Oh, sh- if it's in an appropriate sure. place, I don't know where it's at. To be honest with you, <laughs> so so the the wedding that I went to, we're in a okay. So we're not in a gang. Okay, it's just it's just I don't we know. Love, we love X Men growing up. So that's the backstory. We love X Men growing up, okay, but we so love be the, being the villains. Those are the bad yeah, the guys. Brotherhood. <laughs> So the Brotherhood was like the the group that we kind of resonated with, and uh, yeah, so we have a we have a tattoo. It's an ambigram. So you, if you read it this way, it says Brotherhood. She. And if you read it this way, it also reads Brotherhood. So it's a group of us. Sick. All of us got wow. it. Those are my. They're my. I'm the only kid, so they're my blood brothers now. Hey, that's cool. So you did, you guys did that specifically for the wedding party or you did that? Oh, we've had this for like a decade already. Okay. Okay. I was confused. I was like, oh, did, did the groom ask you guys to get tattoos for the, his wedding? Like, <laughs> I was like, I would say no, <laughs> personally. I feel like it would have been easy to convince that party since y'all were downing a, a bottle of Hennessy an hour. Facts. We had so much. We had too much. <laughs> too much. My goodness. I've never woken up to not having a message from John and I knew the next day John must have been hung over because he didn't message us for hours. <laughs> I was um, also drinking at that time. So I woke oh, so up. You were still going. I was still going. I was burping <laughs> Hennessy to like three days after I came back. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, the best way to get rid of a it's hangover is to continue the... <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's to, I hair the dog. Just gets rid of it, right? <laughs> Back. delays this delays it that's awesome and i don't want to spoil the story too much but you did see someone 
more famous I, than Sean at the. I did, <laughs> and it's probably one of the only people that I'm actually taller than. So if any of you watch Ninety Day Fiance, fuck yeah, I saw Big Ed. I oh, saw can, Big Ed in the airport. Can you explain? Because I've never watched Ninety Day Fiance. Oh brother. <laughs> I, okay, I don't watch it like extensively. I only watch it when my wife watches it in the background, and then when we're okay. eating, like we have a TV in the kitchen, so we're like, okay. Let's just eat and watch something. So pretty much a 90 day fiance is typically an American guy or a girl. They go to a foreign country. They meet supposedly the love of their life and they try to do this thing where it's called a K1 visa. So what they would have to do is they'd have to kind of get married within the 90 days. Right. That's the the concept. Okay. Yeah. So you have to get. Yeah. You have to get married. Before the visa yes. runs out, which yeah, is so it's like trying a to fall in love in order for them to trying stay. to fall in love in ninety days, basically. So, yes. Well, they like date, so I think Big Ed was on before the. He was in a lot days. of seasons, so they like date. Yeah. He was in a lot of shit because he's marketable. Look at that man. <laughs> so, like, usually it's like before the ninety days where they're like dating, and usually the American person will like visit or try to visit the foreign person, right. and then. If that goes successfully, then they'll be on actual 90 day fiance where they bring that person over to America on the on the K-1 visa and then try to get married. And then their life leading up to the wedding and kind of after the wedding. Then they have after the 90 day, which is the tell all she Oh, the tell all bro. We were watching on Hulu. The tell all was fucking Three yeah. episodes. I'm like, it Jesus wild. Christ. It gets wild. They fucking, they milked this shit oh. out, bro. They they got it down to Agreed. a science. What was that that movie where he's always being filmed and he just thinks it's 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 life, but he's... Jim yeah, Carrey? Jim Carrey. What's that movie called? It's the Truman yeah, Show, okay. right? So we're not far from that now is what I'm, what I'm gathering from this show. Oh, no. <laughs> they get into um, everything. Like, just... just the moment they were about to, you know, consummate, like they're there and then it just cuts off. Like the lights turn off. Oh God. That's too much. And that's just cause they cut it off for the show. The mics and the cameras are on, in baby. Everybody. And <laughs> <laughs> so they're just making porn right now. They just don't, they just don't show it. It's behind. <laughs> that's a behind the yes. scenes. There's a market. That's a, that's the $25 Patreon tier of HGTV. <laughs> So did you, so you saw him at the airport. Did you, did you go up to him and did you say anything? Actually, I have a rule that I think that I've ran across like celebrities a lot kind of in my life. Mostly wrestlers, you know, whatever. It's mostly wrestlers like in an airport. I have this rule where it's like, I'm going to acknowledge them. But if I see them like rushing, I'm like, okay, there's gotta be some point of like self-respect. Just be like, all right, they got somewhere to go to. I'll say hi. If they stop, then I'd be like, okay, can I take a picture with you? Or like, you know, yada, yada. But if they're like looking like they're running or going to the next terminal, I'm be like, hi, nice to meet you. I was like, hey, Big Ed. And he was like, hey, what's up, man? And then kind of just went in our merry way. Oh, that's fair. Like yeah. restaurants, gyms. I, I hate that. Like if, if we were ever celebrities yeah. and someone like does that shit, like I'd feel like slighted in a way. Oh, here's something I should have brought up during the last episode when we were talking about work week and work stories. Uh, I used to work at Panera Bread. I don't know if Panera Bread is is yep. everywhere. Do they have we that? We do. In I love Panera Bread. Oh, okay. 
I used to work at Panera Bread. My first day on the job, uh, somebody like the manager, the shift manager, whatever, was like, "All right, everybody, JJ Watt is. Oh, he just put in an order. We gotta, we gotta uh, bring food to his car." And I was like, "Oh shit, fucking JJ Watt frequents this Panera. <laughs> That's lucky me, I guess." And then uh, I think I was just a cashier, or I was just learning. I was a trainee. I think they called their learning service. Yeah, I was training. They called their learning service or orientation service a bread university <laughs> so i was chilling at bread you you know what i mean <laughs> and then oh, the college i fucking days. go to the cashiers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i was chilling at the bread you shout out all my ex panera workers who, who was the mascot uh, alumni with me just a salad yeah, fucking, bowl it's a, a sourdough fucking, a, fucking, a fucking baguette bro <laughs> and everything and everything bagel <laughs> Oh, fuck. But uh, yeah, I, I get up off my workstation at Bread <laughs> University and I walk up to the cashier section and then fucking six foot or whatever, giant of a man, JJ Watt is just standing in the Panera Bread. I'm like, yo, we we're supposed to deliver this to your car so you don't have to be like seen and shit. You're like, like you're like, oh chill. shit, he was, he was JJ nice. Watt goes to my university. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whoa. Fucking just... Are you an alumni as well, JJ? If, if Sean ever becomes like a fucking athlete, you know how they do like player intros in NFL? Sean Salvino, quarterback, Panera, or Bread University. <laughs> you should do yeah. that fucking intro. I'll have a everything bagel next to my face. Sean Salvino, quarterback, Bread U. Majored in soup biology. <laughs> Panera, yeah. sponsor us. <laughs> My minor didn't. Oh God, oh, that's man. funny. Um, what about what about you, Sean? Oh, yeah. So so sorry, John. So you you were gonna say if we ever become famous enough, how would you react to someone coming up to you? It depends on the situation. If if I'm like if I'm working out, let's say I'm mid set, and someone just be like, "Hey, could you picture you with you?" I'm like, uh, if you wait, sure. Or like if I'm having dinner with my wife and we're at a restaurant. Uh, no, oh, no. But if it, I'm bi- I'm big leaguing in that scenario, if my girlfriend's there and someone asks me to take a picture, I'll be like, oh yeah, I got this. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, no. I'm, okay. I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> but if it's like if I'm at a store, sure, whatever. Like that's I think that's okay. But if it's like a moment where like I need concentration or I'm spending time with someone. Or don't wait in front of my hotel too. That's a pet peeve of mine. Like, ever like all these entitled fans sometimes. Oh, we were waiting oh. in front of the lobby of your hotel. Don't do that. Yeah. Oh, that's like a big it wrestling is. thing. John and I are big wrestling fans. They always complain about. I guess fans like figure out what flights I, they take no, and like what hotels they're staying that. at. It's creepy. The wrestlers are like, we're trying to travel and do our job. If you see it as at a meet or greet, like when we're mentally in the mindset, like. That's cool. That's wild. But like if it's 4 a.m. and you're at the airport, I don't want to see you. And I'm like, that makes sense. That fucking, of course. Yeah. That makes sense. Didn't Jake Paul have that when he had the content house? There was a bunch of like fans outside their house because they knew where they lived. And so they were always blocking that street. Like that's, that's too much. <laughs> okay. Like I'm going to use Kanye again, for example. There's there's always this video that comes out with paparazzi at four in the morning. He's like, good morning, Kanye. And he's all pissy. No one wants to fucking say hi to a paparazzi at four in the fucking morning. Okay, that's dude. Paparazzi that's videos are crazy. yeah. Why is that not illegal? 
crazy. Like, yeah, just be respectful, it, guys. Honestly. And they have like Zoom. They right. have they have cameras with some pretty awesome zooms. You don't need to be <laughs> that close True. and like getting in the way of their vehicles and shit. That's but wild. There's on on the flip side with that though, like I I've asked, let's say just they're just be ni- as nice as possible and they ask, then I'd be a little more lenient. Cause there are some times when like wrestler, like when I see wrestlers, sometimes I'd see them like funny story. Like there's this wrestler named Asuka. Like I just happened to be standing next to her in Uber, like Uber line. And I was just like, Oh my God, you're Asuka. I mean, she didn't <laughs> really, she speaks Japanese. So I didn't, we didn't really understand each other. I could have been like, Hey, you're Asuka. Holy shit. And then everyone would fucking know that she's right there. Right. But I just stood there and I was just like, Hey, big fan. And then we just both waited in line. That's fair. Yeah. It's, you just got. Oh, I one time saw a Houston Texans player. I was getting cupcakes with my uh, now wife. Ah, cupcake and, you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, cupcake you. My my graduate school. <laughs> and uh, when I was walking out with my cupcakes, I saw one of the Houston Texans walk in, and then not thinking, I was like, "Oh, could I get a picture?" And he was like, "Yeah, just let me like get my cupcake, and then I'll come outside." And then I was like, I was sitting outside, and I was like, "Actually, no. Let's just fucking." go like he's trying to get cupcakes <laughs> with his girl or whatever and then while we were leaving i was like oh and the texans fucking lost today so he's probably uh, this is fucking some guilt cupcakes that <laughs> he doesn't want to take a picture with me of yeah. course not so i was like let's just get the fuck out of here he's by waiting outside where the fuck is that guy <laughs> <laughs> this is why i hate houston all the fans are fucking fickle. <laughs> i feel yeah i've i've as someone who's never met anyone famous i feel it would be weird to ask another grown man to take a picture with <laughs> you know what i mean right change like I, I feel there's pro- i mean i don't blame people no, that want no, no, pictures, no. but like i feel yeah. you i, agree I get it you. but i just I, I don't think i would feel comfortable enough to do it it's it is a cool story that you can just be like oh yeah hey i saw jj watts at my university the other day like you know what i mean uh, <laughs> <laughs> i like this bit that we're going that bread university was my actual school which would explain why i'm a dumbass but that's, <laughs> i have a bachelor's degree wikimaniacs i'm not that Your parents dumb. are like sean, uh, sean you cannot become a lawyer if you go to bread university <laughs> <laughs> It's just a stepping stone, mom. <laughs> they have a great wrestling program. <laughs> just oh, wait. Oh god. Yeah, so I, I I don't know. I don't I don't think I would personally ever do it, but I do get like it is part of your job, quote unquote, to you know, make time for fans. It's part of your brand, you know, building that up. True. So I get it, but at the same time it's like people are just trying to live their lives get a cupcake it's like, you know <laughs> it's like no shot to it's like no shot to fans you know what i'm saying it's i'm not saying just because you're a fan you're like that yeah yeah i'm just saying approach it like humanely as possible because how yeah. put it in your shoes like how would you feel if you were in a rush and someone keeps interrupting you true or you were in a zone and someone keeps fucking like bothering you that's just how this situation i want people to feel hell if i'm walking on the sidewalk and i see someone else coming the other way I get annoyed. I'm like, fuck, now I have to go around them. And it's, I'm a very, uh, very, very introverted person. <laughs> so I can, I can definitely feel for these people. One thing I do want to get onto before we move on to my actual topic today, which is the Banana Republic, not the store, not the university either. 
right, right, um, right, 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 right. Banana, banana U? U, yeah. <laughs> so this is going to be a few weeks old now, but we did release a TikTok about maternity leave. I'm trying to remember if Sean was on that one. I don't think he was, was he? I don't think. Did so. you watch that one though? Okay. I did. I watched yeah. all of them or at least all the ones I'm not in. <laughs> fair enough. You just hate watching yourself. <laughs> I, I was there. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Fair. So basically the, the premise was the man wanted to know if he was an asshole for not taking night shifts when his wife was on maternity leave while he was at work. So he, he works during the day, comes home and his wife is taking care of the baby 24 seven. Basically she might get a small break after mm. he comes home from work until he goes to bed basically. And, and then he was wondering if he should do more because she she was saying it was unfair. Can I go in? Can I go in on this? <laughs> we surprisingly, no, I mean, go I, ahead, I was shocked at the response we got. We got about a 50, 50. If, if you disagree with this or like, if you think he's the asshole, you're an asshole. And if, uh, you don't think he's an asshole. You're an asshole. <laughs> it was a very polarizing oh, wow. comment section. Listen, we were going in into that in that scenario. His wife clearly had an issue with how things were going. Right? She and you never you don't you don't know like your babies might have been perfect angels, never cried, slept all the time. And so, if you're a mother who managed to do twenty four seven baby watch and night shift. Like, you know what I mean? And, and you were fine with that app more power to you. That's awesome. But this scenario felt a little different because she's clearly bringing up an issue and we were just addressing that if, if he's not willing to, you know, step in during some of the nights or some points during the night, then he's kind of an asshole, right? Like that's your kid. 50, 50. I don't, you know, I don't care if you're, if you're off doing work, you have the obligation to take care of your kid. Now, <laughs> like I said, some of the comments were very toxic. I do love the response. <laughs> it's, 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 it's interesting to see the different, different response, but I don't know the amount of people in the comments willing to allow their spouse to do the bare minimum was outstanding there was way too many people just defending the bare minimum a husband can do to take care of their child. And it was sad to see in my opinion. I don't know if you have any thoughts, John, cause you were also in that clip. I'll let Sean go first. Okay. All right. Just real quick. I don't ever read the comments. <laughs> I'm not connected to the, the TikTok, but I will say, you know, Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Yep. Good comments or bad comments. You could disagree with us. That's, I mean, I personally have no issues with that. I don't think the other two guys no. do either. But I will say every couple, they have their own thing. You know what I mean? If that's what works for you, that will works. that's what works for you. The issue is when you're like, this is what works for me. And if you don't agree, <laughs> fuck you, buddy. Like, that's yeah. weird. That's big time weird energy. Like, I don't know, some... Some couples, if that's if that's how they get down and that's like they like traditional husband, wife duties or whatever. And that's, you know, if they're not harming anybody else, that's just the way they flow. That's how yeah. they flow. But I will say, uh, like Josh said in the story, the wife brought up the fact like, hey, this isn't fair. Like, you know, we should kind of 
figure something out to, you know, make it yeah. easier. Cause yes, you're working and then you come home. I guess she's not working, but she's taking care of maternity the baby. leave. Right. And then that's a 24 hour yeah. thing. Yeah. Maternity leave. That's a, that's a 24 yeah. hour thing. Uh, when she was pregnant, she can't really get out of that. That's a 24 exactly. hour thing. So what, I mean, if she has a problem with it, you, as a husband, you should be doing everything you can to make your wife comfortable. Cause then, you know, one, that's your wife. <laughs> and two, if she's a more rested, comfortable wife, she's probably a more rested and comfortable mother, AKA your kid is getting a better know, upbringing, keeping the benefits yeah. of that as well. So it's like, I don't know. Maybe don't be so judgy one way yeah. or the other. I know. I know the whole aspect of am I the asshole? <laughs> be judgy. To be fucking <laughs> yeah, the that's judge. fair. And you know, you know. But we're only judging one person. We're not saying if you agree with this person, you're a <laughs> fucking asshole. So like, I don't know. That's that's big weird and, energy. And vice versa. If if you just like there were there were comments to be fair that were like, hey, I disagree. This this is what worked for me and my husband. Yeah, that that's totally cool. No, no issues there. You guys do whatever, you know, if your husband, some people were like, my husband does, works with big trucks, like he's driving ah, all the time. Probably that's, you want to go in on that? <laughs> I was, I was going to say, if there was one possible like edit that we can make from the statements that we made is we should have taken into account that there are other types of jobs out there that is not office related. So, so, I think we did in the actual episode. I just don't think I made it to the clip. That might be my bad. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. So that's <laughs> on us. Oh, that's on me to not remember. But yes, <laughs> chances are there is going to be more dangerous jobs where it is more reasonable for one of the partners who happens to be the provider, in from what it seems like, to get Apple Apple sleep. Otherwise, it'll be like their life in risk or like yeah. risking anyone out there. But like what Sean alluded to, the nine months that homegirl was pregnant, she was on 24-7. And the comments that kind of, guys rubbed me the wrong way were like some of the people were saying like, oh, why are they concerned about it? Childbirth is so easy, blah, blah, blah. Like it worked for my Sheesh. husband and I, like we were good. I popped out like five babies. We didn't have any problem, but that's not how I know how exactly it works. which comment he's referring to. Too. For everybody though, like, you know, to yeah. some people like childbirth might be something as easy as, I don't know, easy for that's them. So crazy. But like, some yeah. could be for some people yeah. it could be traumatic. There's there's a thing yeah. called postpartum depression. Mm -hmm. Just because you didn't get it, my girl, my guy, whatever. Like, you know, it it's it's not a universal thing for everybody. Like everyone like everyone carries a load different. Just because it was light for you doesn't mean it wasn't like it's heavy for someone else, you know. I, that's 100%. just my take on it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's wild that you have to even explain that childbirth is different <laughs> for everybody. Like a fucking course. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's crazy that, I mean, obviously we're three men. Like, of course we could be completely wrong, but I would just assume that it, there's a reason why people have like labor for like yeah. an hour and people have labor for like hours. 24 <laughs> exactly. plus yeah, hours. <laughs> there's a reason why there's natural people that could do natural childbirth or people that need fucking C-sections. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just imagine, I mean, I, women correct me if I'm wrong, but I imagine every birth is different. So, I, would, I would assume that's probably a correct yeah. take. Yes. <laughs> I would assume that's and, correct. Yeah. So it's like, why, why would you 
bunch all births into and and on top of that every every baby is different right so like you could have a a perfectly fine like childbirth like nothing goes wrong it's perfectly smooth you're in and out 20 minutes tops i don't know how birthing works i apologize but then you get back home and maybe the baby is just constantly crying 24 7 so you're not getting rest your husband's not getting rest and it's just a cycle of that's a difficult situation. It's maybe more difficult than yours. So we were coming at it from the point of empathy for the mother where she went through this life changing, body changing, psychological changing experience. And as a husband, you have to be there to help not only provide for her, but to emotionally support her and support the baby when when you need to take your 50% of the workload. And if you're saying okay, I can't, I can't do nights, then try and figure something out. Have maybe your, your mother or your mother-in-law come in and have a few people helping out. If, if you have that family support, if you have that, that option, if you, if you physically can't because of your job, then help your wife to figure out another solution where she's not getting stressed out and in turn, not stressing the baby out and just making it an all around terrible upbringing. So that's, I think that's where we were coming from, more empathy towards the baby and the mother. We might have been a little too hard on the guy. Could I, <laughs> I, think could I add, could yeah, I add something with that? I was going to say, like, I don't think we completely dunked on the guy, though. That's the thing. No, like, no, we didn't. I think we, we said that, hey, good on you for being kind of like emotionally intelligent and saying that, hey, you do kind of recognize that it sounds asshole-ish, but yeah. again, contributing all those factors and not to say... I mean, not to, again, not to dunk on people who are like defending the bare minimum people, but from, from the scenario <laughs> that this guy gave, he did sound like he wanted to offer a lot more than, not going to say most men would, but a lot of people would in that yeah. scenario. So yes. that, and that, that was all that, that was all, I, I was giving him so much props for that. Like, dude, the fact that you're aware that you know that this is all going on and you had the mental capacity to kind of, you know, lump it all in together. That's good on you. That's the first step. Now you and your spouse need to communicate and find that happy ground, which, whichever works for you. Cause you're a team, you got to work together for the rest of that baby's life. So make it work for your situation. Yeah. I don't think I could, I could wrap it up any better. So that is, that's perfect. No hate to anyone. We do appreciate the conversation. Just try and keep it respectful. And and I'd say I'd say like 90, 95% were respectful. They were just, you see the arguments in the conversation. So they're the ones that always pop up, right? So yeah, just try and keep it respectful and just know that, you know, everyone's life is different and everyone can, you know, has different needs and different wants. And just, you know, having different sides to an argument doesn't mean that the other person's an enemy. Yes. Be right. respectful or you're the and, asshole. And exactly. Yeah. And we're, and it does sound weird coming from the, you're the asshole guys. <laughs> <laughs> but truly we're doing this one to get like, you know, talk about, you know, some just real life shit and like learn from it as well. There are some assholes for sure. Yeah. 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 But like also, you know, like, we're, this is mostly a comedic effort. You know what I mean? Like we're not psychologists. We're fucking digging Reddit. We're, we're digging Reddit posts. You know what I mean? So it's like, 
take everything with a grain of salt. Yes, this is supposed to be conversational, but don't like get in like, there's no need to get in heated arguments attack others in the comments. Yeah. I mean, it does bring up the algorithm. So, you know, do what you need to do. But <laughs> respect the one. negativity is a be positive. Uh, yeah. Positive algorithm. <laughs> so we're going to end off on that uh, and go to our ad break before we get into the Banana Republic. Perhaps we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Another TikTok update. No, dude. We can always keep pushing the bananas, dude. <laughs> we can keep pushing uh, if you want. Pushing B. All right, we're going to take an ad break and then come back. After the break, we're going to come back and talk about the Banana Republic. Again, not the store. The boxers. Fuck. The boxers. The university. The university. Wicked maniacs. It's gonna be May. And you know what that means. Warmer, sunnier days are upon us. And wouldn't you rather spend your time doing something else instead of having to plan your next meal or spending precious time driving to the grocery store? Factor's fresh, never frozen, ready-to-eat meals are delivered right to your door. Factor takes the stress out of grocery shopping and meal planning. Plus, by supporting Factor, you are also helping out your boys. Sean, tell everybody what Factor offers. Easy. Factor has 35 chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals to choose from every single week. But wait, there's more. Factor also has more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So you'll always have new flavors to explore. Your boys always want you to treat yourself. So why not make your day delicious by eating Factor's restaurant-quality meals with premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Salmon, the kicker, all done and ready to go in two minutes or less, plus no cleanup after. Do you know what I can do in two minutes? You see, John, this is why we don't do ads with you anymore. But Wikimaniacs, head on over to factormeals.com slash wiki50 and use code wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code wiki50 at factormeals.com slash wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Thank you, Factor, for supporting the show. All right, we are back. Welcome back to the, what do you call this, the wiki section? Not on wiki, though. I didn't, I didn't get this article from wiki, so I apologize. Our, our name's a lie this week. Blasphemy. We lie. Um, <laughs> Cap. It should be uh, Reddit on TikTok. There we go. <laughs> oh, shit. Honestly. Or, or what? Oh, I'm trying to think of a better name. Like, let's TikTok about it. There we go. Oh, no! I like <laughs> that. I'll fuck with it. <laughs> of course, that'll be John my segment it. when I do an update every week. Uh, <laughs> let's TikTok about so, it. Okay. <laughs> I like it. We are going to get into the Banana Republic. So this article comes from ThoughtCo.com. I'll link that in the show notes. So, do either of you know what the Banana Republic is? What a Banana Republic is, I guess. The star. Uh, yes. Yeah, you said <laughs> not the star, the though. I, and then you guys said, you guys said boxers. I was confused about that. They must sell boxers, I guess. John talks about them a lot. Oh, they sell boxers at the. Are those the boxers yes, you wear, John? I do that's, wear all, that's all he's wearing right now. Exactly. <laughs> That's all he's worth. You don't know what's underneath here. On our $25 Patreon tier. <laughs> I know it's assless chaps. I'm <laughs> yes. That's our uniform. I've already shipped them to your yeah. houses. The spread eagle Mine's uniform. Like Plantain uh, Republic, though. It's not a full-on banana republic, but sure. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so the 
definition of Banana Republic was coined in 1901 by the American author O. Henry, which is hilarious. I love that. Is that a chocolate? You guys have O. Henry. You guys don't have O. Henry's there, do you? I feel like I've never seen one. We talked about this on on our Halloween one. Oh, we, I only know about it because of you. That's right. So that's only funny to me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And the other Canadians, we have a a decent Canadian. That's true. I hope. AKA Josh's friends. My friends. Uh, (laughs) So in his book, Cabbages and Kings, he used the, used the term to describe Honduras. So while it's a economy, economy, people and government were being owned we're being exploited by American-owned United Fruit Company. So, it is about Dole. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah. So, we're going to jump right into where this term came from. So, during the early 1900s, you know, there were a lot of plantations down in Central slash South, South America. And Honduras specifically was a big, um, what would you call it? Banana plantation... Um, it's a big banana sugar republic. Cane, stuff like that still is but that's when it kind of was starting so in 1910 the american owned cuamela cuamel no oh, i don't know cuamel fruit company they bought 15,000 acres of agricultural land on the caribbean coast of honduras at the time banana production was dominated by the american owned united fruit company cuamel's uh, main fruit competitor main competitor in 1911, Kumel's fruit founder, American Sam Zemuri, along with American mercenary General Lee Christmas, orchestrated a successful... Sick yeah. name. Mercenary? He's a mercenary, yeah. Holy shit. That's fucking back when, sick. Back D&D. when Americans... Well, actually, they're still doing that in Ukraine, but back when Americans would just go to other countries and fucking shoot people. <laughs> Do any of you guys watch the show Power? No. no, can't make that joke. Okay, <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> what shows do you watch? <laughs> Power and Snowfall. Not Ted Lasso. Oh, God, Snowfall is the shit. What's Snowfall? Hell yeah. I live in Snowfall, so I don't want to watch oh, about it. God, <laughs> it's about cocaine. So, so the uh, these two Americans successfully orchestrated a coup d'etat that replaced the elected government of Honduras with a military government headed by General Manuel Bonella, who was a foreign, uh, a friend of foreign businesses. So basically they did this and I'm going to get into that a bit, but they did this because the current government was friendly towards their competitor. So they were like, fuck this <laughs> we don't want to you know we want to get rid of this this guy so that he'll help us so the coup d'etat froze the honduran economy the internal instability allowed foreign corporations to act as de facto rulers of the country in nine in 1933 sam zamuri dissolved his kuamel fruit company and assumed control of its rival fruit a united fruit company united fruit soon became the sole employer of the Honduran people and took complete control of the country's transportation, communication facilities, and and communication facilities. So basically this company then becomes the government. (laughs) Damn! (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So this, like, it had good and bad ups and downs to it. Basically it was like, and this is just for memory of what I've read, 
but they ended up investing a lot in like the trade routes. So like infrastructure as well as like, like so roads and communication to these plantations and to trade routes. They really upgraded those. However, the rest of the country was just kind of in squalor. And, and because they basically own the government, they barely paid their employees. It was trash, you know, like just, it's as if you, as if Jeff Bezos was owned America. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like just a- low workers, you know, little pay time, uh, little paid, lots of time worked and just, just a terrible place to live. So the company's control over the agriculture, transportation, and political infrastructure of Honduras, the people began to call the United Fruit Company El Pulpo, or the octopus, because it had its hands in everything. It's Hydra. Wow. (laughs) It's Hydra. It's kind of a cool-ass name. It's Hydra. Today, Honduras remains the prototypical banana republic. While bananas remain an important part of the Honduran economy and workers still complain of being mistreated by their American employers, another product aimed at the American consumer has become a challenger. Cocaine. Power and snowfall, baby. It's all about yeah. the cocaine. Yeah. These Gen <laughs> Not Z's, saying I consume that shit. I'm just saying. <laughs> these Gen Zs, they don't want bananas. They want cocaine to get, start their day. <laughs> Because of its central location on the drug smuggling route, much of the cocaine bound for the United States either comes from or passes through Honduras. With the drug traffic comes violence and corruption. The murder rate is among the highest in the world, and the Honduran economy remains depressed. So, it is a depressing topic today. I could go into many of the other countries, because Guatemala, I'm, I'm blanking on the other ones, but there's a ton of like ones that lived through the same situation, which companies like Dole, they were known. I think, I think United Fruit Company became Dole. If I'm not mistaken, one of them did. Yeah. That's basically a banana Republic. It's when a bunch of corporations or one corporation owns the government and controls it from, from basically doing whatever the people want it to do. (laughs) Fucking capitalism, man. Hell yeah. That's, that's my, what would you call that? communist speech for the day <laughs> so that is it for this episode what did you guys think of the banana republic was it everything you dreamed as well as your boxers john <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode please be sure to give us a like uh, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast if you really like the show why not become a patron at patreon.com slash cultivate podcast network you can get episodes a week early and ad free. Most of our episodes a week early. The Am I the Assholes are still not a week early yet. We're catching up to try and get them there, but eventually they will also be a week early. All donations go towards helping the network with hosting, software, and all that other kind of stuff. So please consider becoming a supporter. With that being said, thank you, John and Sean, for allowing me to rant about communism and <laughs> or capitalism for 15 minutes there. And thank you, Wikimaniacs, for listening to another episode. We will see you on Friday. Do it. Just do it. Expert in fucking power. Great power. For the fifth time, it's your boy, Sean. <laughs>
Sean, Sean, I'm hungry and Jine isn't home to make us a delicious meal like he usually does. What are we going to do? Don't worry. We can just hit up factormeals.com slash wiki 50 to get 50% off our first month plus 20% off our next month as well. Wow. I think I've heard of Factor before. Isn't that the place to get delicious meals that are chef crafted, dietitian approved and ready in under two minutes? That's right. My mouth is watering as we speak. How can I get this deal again? You can head straight over to factormeals.com slash wiki50 and use code wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Thank you, Factor, for supporting the show. 